0: Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now
1: on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.
2: Okay, Talk and Power Podcast, episode 72 of this edition. Yes, Todd, I have queued up the cameras and we are ready to roll. I'm here with Simon Gonzo Travellini, Todd Brinkworth, and I'm Nick Dechimbra. How are we guys? Good, mate. Good. No more clap. Yeah, no, no more clap. That's no right, I can sync it up without yeah, the clap. Good. No,
0: <laughs> I got, got rid of that. <laughs> you should explain that to our listeners. Might get the wrong idea, Nick. <laughs> Listen, I'm feeling all nostalgic tonight. I've got the uh, the original, the original shirt, yeah, the that original one. shirt on. Yeah. Uh, this Saturday, today, mm. this evening, mm-hmm. uh, will be the 30 year reunion for the 1989 class oh wow alumni yes. of servite college i remember so you if
2: guys if well if <laughs> if there's <laughs>
0: any 1989 servites 30 year 30 mm-hmm. year anniversary uh listening to this and you haven't heard the reunion will be at uh the something ale house <laughs> Paddington, that's the one. Oh come on, Simon.
2: <laughs> so Paddington f- our House folklore in the northern suburbs. So that's great. Yeah, that's right. I, I um I know a lot of your friends from that year. I have fond memories of you guys at high school terrorising us boys. I don't. I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't actually. You got a you were
0: good, good good year. You you uh, you lot. You were great great crop of kids. He says that like he was a teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's the, that's the new.
2: Hey, um, look, lots lots has happened since our last podcast, so we're just going to go back, take a step back to the Japan Grand Prix MotoGP. Seems like such a distant memory, given the fact that we've already had um, Phillip Island unfold. But we need to we need to just cover off on um, MotoGP from Japan. So it was look look, poor the tire selection was critical for most of these guys. The ambient air temperature dropped quite significantly in between um, qualifying and the actual. Well, sorry, not qualifying practice in the morning and the. Actual race, so there was a. I, th- I believe it was ten degrees, or that whereabouts around around there. So
1: I'm alright. <laughs> I'm here. That's fine. Come on, listening. We Are we boring you? No, yeah, no, no, it must be boring <laughs> you. I'm actually remembering back to my OGP Japan. I'm like, hang on, that's it's all right. such a distant memory. <laughs> yeah. That's Look, happened. it was great
2: to see, um, you know, Quattarara and Morbidelli actually uh, take up their positions in the front grid. So it was great to see that team. That team's really kicking some goals. Oh, considering
0: uh, they're a satellite team.
2: Mm, yeah. You know. So it was great
0: to see them up there. Um, you know what I... what? This particular race I'm always going to remember for the cockiness of uh our mate <laughs> in uh just just leading up to the race uh god I'm having a bad night tonight um uh, jack, jack miller jack miller yeah. yeah yeah he um he made the comment to uh, it's always good to um qualify higher than the uh, the factory team mm. um Dovi made him eat his words. Yeah,
2: he did. <laughs> Do- and Dovi, well, well, I mean, he didn't qualify the best in seventh, I believe, and he worked his way up to third spot in this race. So I thought that was an, a magnificent effort from Dovi.
0: It, it was definitely, out of all the riders, you know, the, the ride, definitely he was the one to watch. Mm, he yeah. just chopped through that field. Incredible. Yeah. And, yeah. and along the way, overtook Jack Miller. Yeah, yeah, he did along the way. He certainly did, didn't he? Yeah, he did.
2: <laughs> now, unfortunately, Valentino Rossi cra- crashed with four laps to go, so you know he's had a bit of a uh,
0: forgettable he, yeah, season. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> is. Thing. Is yeah, what it's, you're trying
2: to not say? <laughs> and Mark Marquez, we saw him do much of the same that we've seen him do all year. Just went on and and uh, won this race. Now, at that race, he actually equaled uh, Mick Doohan's uh, 54 top tier wins. So. It's, Great to see him. He's actually gone on and betted that now. Anyway, yeah. as, as as it would pan out. Now, Timothy Rabbe, um he was due to start from pit lane. They got a five second uh, penalty for um, exceeding. Engine allocation. So one of your bugbears in Formula One also is prevalent in in MotoGP. Seven engines they've gone through.
0: But, you know, uh, in MotoGP, not many of the teams have even come close to... No, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's correct. You know, that's guys. what the, the Yamaha guys were um, uh, beating up on their engines a bit more towards mm. the end of the season. Yeah. Because they, they were well on track to finish the season with the allocated number of engines. Mm. So... Um, I don't think all the Suzuki writers have been having, you know, no. dramas. Um, you know, and you've got to wonder whether that's the writing style that's causing the problem or. Yeah, possibly. Who knows?
2: Anyway, they withdrew from the in, from the race full stop. They, wow. Instead of taking the penalty, yeah. they decided to withdraw from the race. So they only had 22 starters for that race. So that was the Japan uh, MotoGP race, and they only had a week turnaround to get it to Phillip Island. We'll touch on that a bit.
0: Yeah, that Jolly. was something that, that threw me. Mm. Because uh, when I found out Phillip Island was on last weekend, I was like, there's only a week to get from japan to philip island test set the bikes yeah. up it's incredible absolutely incredible. incredible they're off to malaysia next week so um, it's a three week back
1: to, back to back unbelievable you can unbelievable. i had this discussion via sms they're out of sync in the calendar aren't they like one rounds later or earlier or something i can't quite work out what's happened
2: this year something's different this year because i'm not, i'm adamant if our listeners are listening i'm adamant that MotoGP has not conflicted with the Gold Coast Six Hundred before, but correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know, mate. Yeah. I, know. I know Bathurst always coincides with a Formula One in Japan. Yeah. But I don't know how. I don't recall Gold Coast conflicting with MotoGP. Has MotoGP
0: GP got the same number of rounds, or have they added a round? I think they've added a round.
2: Yeah. yeah. They have this year. So
0: yeah. But maybe that was it. it's still incredible going to another country, starting from scratch with your setup and. Unbelievable. Yeah. And having to go to Malaysia you now. Hats after, off to them. Yeah, yeah, a week, a week,
2: a week, and only a week gap again. So it is hats off to those guys. Hey, our favorite event, No Mercy 10 has been run and won. And I've got to tell you, it was a core car. This was one of my favorite uh, Radar versus the world events that i have seen for a while and um i, I must have i'm gonna put my hand up if you're watching the video hand is up <laughs> right now i got the qualifying completely wrong so i thought the bump in our previous recording you will recall me saying 380 mm. i was way off i was two tenths off so 40 yeah. a 40 and that went to the uh frank uh, frank menshaw he that's ran a 404
0: that's a massive spread from 360 to 40 yeah four tenths yeah
2: and that's why it kind of caught me off guard but anyway look i mean i'll, I'll put my hand up I got that wrong um and our boy Stevie Fast top qualified with a, 60, a 3-6, uh, yeah. at two twelve. Now, as it turned out, he did not go slower than a seventy the whole weekend a seven oh as it would pan out, so I'd really like to see Jay Cox at one of these events unfortunately, the PDRA World Finals conflicted with this event, so we weren't able to see Jay Cox come because he's been he's been doing a lot of talking of late, and uh, believes that he can take on Stevie Fast one guy I've got to mention, this guy Timmy Meisner, absolutely first, it was his debut in Radio Versus the World he's an NTR racer, and that stands for No Time Recorded, Todd yep. and uh, he made it all the way to the semis, and I thought that was an absolutely magnificent effort from from him and um, I, I, yeah I thought that was a really great effort but in the end as I always say the is cream he,
0: always rises to is the Is your small
2: tire NTR racer? But then I don't know. I don't know.
0: Because they have big tire and small yeah, tire.
2: I'm not sure.
0: Maybe he's a small tire. Mm, could well be. <laughs> well, yeah. I, did, I should probably check
2: that. Now I want to talk you through the final. I'm gonna play now cast your eyes on the TV I am going to play the final. Now watch this for a stage in duel. So this is Timmy Slaven's against Stevie Fast, and Stevie Fast has just gone into pre-stage. No one's moving. Still no one's moving. Still nothing. 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 This is great, I love this. There he goes. Timmy Slavin's
0: going in. I'll tell you what, Stevie Fast didn't hold him out, did he? No. Nah. Oh, he smoked him. Yeah. He S- smoked him. <laughs> yeah. Sixty-nine if you don't
2: mind. A sixty-nine in the final. Uh, Timmy had a bit of got out of the
0: groove there as you could see. Oh, that mate, there's no groove there. That's <laughs> that groove <laughs> goes blue. from one wall to the other.
2: Anyway, let's watch it from no, another. No, he blows end. the
0: tires off. He's got he the boost came in a bit strong. We're just watching it from another angle here. See where he blew the tires off? Yeah. But the thing never weight transferred either. It looked like he was a little bit soft on the launch and he and then the power came on a bit you know, too savagely. Anyway, that was a final. I love a final like that. I, I think that you can't
2: you can't buy that sort of stuff.
0: I love the fact that um Stevie Fast didn't, he just bumped in. Yeah, There yeah. was no <laughs> there yeah, was he just no bumped that, in and, and
2: that's it. He knew he knew and he said he was waiting for he hadn't had a staging jewel all weekend and he was waiting for it. He had a feeling that Timmy was gonna Tim, sorry, it was gonna do that to him, so um, hats off to Stevie Fast. And yeah, if you go to our, we'll share that on our Facebook page if you want to watch that. But that is a staging jewel like I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. I, inside the car, waiting that long, uh, it's very unnerving. I don't know how you do it. And um, he runs a, a tyre drive in that. So it's not that easy to put it into neutral. Um, so yeah, you're idling there with a the blown engine that thing would be getting hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that transmission would not have been too happy at the end of that. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that was No Mercy 10, Stevie Fast takes the win, and he also won the week before NHRA Pro Mod Championship. Yeah. So he's had a great couple of weeks. there. champion. He is now the reigning NHRA champion for Pro Mod and No Mercy 10 winner. All right, on that note, we're going to play a few ads here, a bit of music for our listeners. We'll be back right after this. Episode seventy-two of the Talk and Power podcast. I'm Nick DiCembra here with Simon Gonzo Travellini and Todd Brinkworth. We are transmitting on eighty-eight point five FM and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and you can also get us on our new website, which I'll talk about a bit later.
0: Yeah, new, new and updated website. Nick, can you remember what you were doing in nineteen
2: eighty-nine? I do on this. This I do remember. I actually recorded. I remember lots of things from nineteen eighty-nine. Actually, this Australia. is the yeah. Uh,
0: Also, the year that we're celebrating at the reunion. It is. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. So not only was was it a great year that uh, I graduated from high school, Mm. but it was the first Australian motorcycle Grand Prix. It wasn't known as MotoGP back then.
2: No, it was the 500cc championship. I believe they called it back in those days. Now, do you remember it,
1: Todd? Were you born yet, Todd? (laughs) Yes, I was actually. I'm pretty, Oh, will just a memory, I'm pretty sure I was over in the States and Canada with my family really? on a holiday, okay. and we were looking at moving there, but that's a story for another day. That's, you missed <laughs> really? out then, didn't you? Yeah, well, you know.
2: <laughs> I, I do have distinct memories of this event, because I thought this would be something quite good, and I actually recorded it on VHS, and... If I go through my old VHS tapes, I'll, I'll be able to find it.
0: I'll, I'll Millennials definitely. won't know what that is. <laughs> What's, <laughs> What's VHS VHS? Oh, Do you know what a VHS? No, no, was- <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so I know what battery is as well. Now VHS <laughs> it was VHS. Mine, and and I recorded it, and I have very very vivid memories of Wayne Gardner winning that race back thirty years yep. ago, and I, I can never forget. And I, I wasn't big on motorbikes, but I knew the event would be big. I knew it was going to be something worth remembering and i'll never forget his girlfriend at the time donna i can't remember her surname donna no nah. i don't know if they ever got married but she would run down the track and greet him as he was on the pitch straight from yeah. memory and uh, i just i think it's you know thinking back and they showed some of that footage on the weekend from that race and the crowd was they had over one hundred thousand people on phillip island in 1989
0: yeah that's incredible Anything. People used to go to the drags in 1989. I know, <laughs> no, yeah, we used to get like. Remember
2: Calder Park? I think there, there was there was there was talk of getting 50,000 people at Calder Park. So anyway, anyway, I think you know I look back at that and I think 100,000 people. That's incredible. I'm not sure what the crowd attendance was for the, the weekend's race. I I haven't looked at that. So my apologies.
0: Um, so I'm sure you, that it would have been up there. You know who was there? No, Matt. Oh, Matt. Yes, one, Matt one. Yeah, Matt one. Air oh, yeah, conditioning. Yep. Yeah, he was. He yeah. rang me today.
2: Liz was there as well. Liz and Rick Johns. Oh, really? The podcast. Yeah, there you they go. Yep, yep. There yep. you go. So a number of people we knew were there. Um,
0: be great to get there one day. Um, and and it's ten years since I went last. Really? Is yep. It that long ago. Ten years. Ten years. Wow. Ten okay. years. I thought it was more recent than that. There you go. Well, I'm pretty sure it was ten years.
2: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, look. What did you think, Johan Zarco, back in the seat on an LCR Honda? Did he do well? What do you think? I know he came 13th, but...
0: Oh, see, I, I watched the Moto 2 mm. and, and the Moto 3. I watched oh. the Moto 2 in particular because Wayne Gardner's son mm. was riding in. I'll tell you what. Remy. Remy. Yep. Remy Gardner. Uh, he's one to watch in the future. He, um, I think he would have had a much better result, but he deliberately got blocked during qualifying no doubt doubt. um and and uh you know he showed his emotions on the racetrack Mm. um and you know race control said that that they were they could see it was obvious what had happened uh but they were going to take no action which i thought was a bit unfair uh but then again i've been in that position down at the drag so Yeah, I'm used to it. Shout out to everyone at <laughs> the drags. Yeah. Shout out to.
2: Everyone too. <laughs> I, I did see that, and I, I agree wholeheartedly. He was no doubt about it. He was getting blocked out. No doubt about it. He had to take to the grass on one stage. It was ridiculous.
0: Now he's been offered a MotoGP ride, and and uh, uh, a kindly, you know, he, was, he said that he was uh, uh, he, he was honoured that they'd, they'd uh, made the offer, but he had unfinished business mm. uh, in Moto2. So, um, look, I'd really like to see him win the championship. The other reason that I watched it was because I wanted to see what Marquez's brother was like and he yeah. shit. Yep. <laughs> How he got to where he is in the points. Yeah, okay. I, because, I mean, anyone that challenged him, he just folded, folded like a, a cheap pram. <laughs> 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 he, uh, I don't, I really got to question Honda's reasoning if they do put him on as the um, number two rider because I don't think he's got what it takes. Yeah, okay. That's you know just my opinion. Yeah, he's got to be
2: better than Jorge. Look at that,
0: sixteenth. <laughs> <16th. laughs> <laughs> got to be Better than that. <laughs> anyway,
2: What's so, so keep so talking it, about it, but I shouldn't talk about it. Is it really, oh. all jokes aside, I mean, I don't know how. I saw did, the replay of that. That was terrifying. Accident. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah um so yeah that was incredible so petrucci effectively high-sided mm. and ended up bumping mm. uh, uh i
1: forgot his name again <laughs> fabio Cotteraro. Did you see him run off the track like the yeah. way he landed he actually physically ran off the side of the track which can't be good for your legs no who's that um i think it was vinales wasn't it he like fl- the way he flipped he landed on his feet and ran like kept the momentum going and ran
2: did you think it was interesting how he gestured to the crowd? Like, he sort of said, what happened?
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure.
2: Like, felt... I don't think that's what he was saying. <laughs> no, but yeah. uh, it was, yeah. <laughs> that was a fine... Look, if, if he didn't have a go, you'd have a go at him. He had a go. Yeah. we um, were referring to on the last lap there. He had a crack. Lukey Heights, pretty tough there. That back dial yeah. was shot to pieces and off he came. But at least he was having a crack at Marquez. He wasn't letting Marquez walk away yeah. with it. Which is what we've seen him do. Marquez was playing with him. Let's be honest that that bike seemed to have the speed down the straight. Uh, yeah, oh. uh,
0: that's what I, everyone goes on about the Bologna bullets, but the Honda's definitely got mm. more more inline speed. The only thing that the Honda seems to suffer a little bit is the corner speed. The MR seems to have the um, the better corner yeah. speed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good to see Rossi up there, mm. uh, and you know, from what Matt said. As far as merchandise goes he he said to me that over 70 percent of the merchandise was rossi merchandise mm-hmm. that's how much he's loved and i guess we all want to see him retire on a high uh, but the reality is he's the oldest rider there um, and it's becoming like a, a big margin now yeah i think Colonel crutchlow would be the next oldest
2: 34.
0: Yeah, and Rossi's 39. Mm, I think, mean,
2: Yeah, he's almost 40. Almost that's right, 40. Yeah. 38 you know? or 39,
0: yeah. So um, anyway, it was good to see him. He was in a really good mood. Mm. Um, you know, gave some great in- interviews. Yeah. So that was fantastic. And uh, the support for the event is just unbelievable. The weather was a bit chaotic. and yeah, Saturday. Uh, yeah, there was rain on that last lap. Mm. Um, if it had rained earlier, I'll tell you what, uh, Jack Miller would definitely have, have taken that. Well, if, if, he, if he kept it upright. But that was awesome to see too, see Jack Miller, Aussie Jack Miller, um, get a podium mm. at, at his home yes. track. Yeah. Um, you know, absolutely awesome. We've seen a bit of that over this season uh, and last season, and it's always good that the, the local rider mm. uh, takes it, you know, like at least gets a podium, yeah. takes it out altogether. It would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think he did an incredible job, and I think Carl Crutchlow did an incredible job too. So, Carl mm. you know,
2: Crutchlow, yeah, big shout out to the LCR team as well that came to Australia with Comet sponsorship as well. Comet distributed by the company I work for in Australia. Mm. Anyway, look, it was a great race, and. Um they're off to Malaysia in a week. So they, that's been a hectic three weeks for these guys. They, they haven't messed about and they've been a fair, fair amount of travel for them.
0: And what do you think about it overlapping with the with Gold Coast?
2: I, I just don't remember it ever happening before. And if, it, if there's... That, then the Gold Coast telecast or race didn't start till 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time or like yeah. 3 o'clock local time. It was three o'clock local time in Queensland, on the Gold Coast, but still four o'clock into the Eastern states. to, so it, I don't know, it just, it just doesn't, I don't know. It's too, there's not enough in Australia and we have two major sporting events, motorsport events on the same weekend. I, I don't think-
0: it's- Yeah, I don't know about that major. I mean, one is an international event that, mm. you know, people care about. The other one's the supercars.
1: Yeah. But the gold crash round does pull a crowd.
0: Yeah, one of them is the supercars. Anyway, on that note,
2: (laughs) (laughs) on that note, we will take a short uh, step away here, and we'll be back right after this. Episode seventy-two of the Talking Power podcast. I'm here with Simon Gonzo Travellini and Todd Brinkworth, and I am Nick Ditchemorey, 88.5 FM, and podcasting through SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, and a whole lot of places. Hey, okay, we we're just talking about the Gold Coast 600. Um, did you think that was quite amusing? I don't know if you guys caught this, but Triple Eight actually made their own trophy out of a, out of a front upright. And actually presented that to Gary Rogers, and it said on there, "All the best. <laughs>
1: Maybe this will boost your day." Yeah, I, 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 I mean, it was hilarious. Oh, no, I think it's turning the knife a bit too soon. Oh, come on! Yeah, no. oh, I
0: don't. I don't even. I think it was disrespectful. Yeah. To be honest. Oh God! <laughs> no, because see, I, we don't hilarious. like supercars that much. Yeah,
1: we're actually the ones that are saying it was a bit much. Humour. It's funny. Yeah, a bit too soon. I, I he just, was upset in the interview. Sorry Simon, but he was upset in that interview.
0: I think that um Roland Dane Um has got no respect for anyone in supercars. Simple as that.
2: Yeah, fair enough.
0: And um I, feel bad I think now. I think that that uh, sorry, Gary <laughs> you know, boost what they were doing was w- whether you know, it was gary rogers had asked them to or or what the story is but they're basically bringing attention to the fact that if you don't have a controlled upright that means you can change your front suspension geometry Mm. and and if you allow everyone to develop their own front suspension geometry then teams that have got access to a a seven point jig um, and you know high-end engineering capabilities will have an advantage Uh, things like you know we used to see a lot of punctures because they used to run a lot of um camber negative camber on the cars you can design a lot of that out with your front suspension geometry because as the car corners you can make the the like by having different length a arms you can make the upright move through a different angle Mm. to plant the tire better so i understand what they were saying and um to be honest with you i wouldn't be surprised if that whole issue um pushed him to you know pull the pin
2: uh, it was a major contributing factor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, certainly.
0: So I don't, I don't see any humour, and and I'll be honest with you, I think that um, uh, ten, uh, you know, need a slap for publicising it.
2: I don't know if it was ten actually. I might, I might be. T- it wasn't ten. I didn't see it at ten. I saw it elsewhere. I won't say where. But anyway, okay. We're on. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get to Gary in a soon. I just want to go through his big crash on the Saturday in the top ten shootout. Now I'll just show it for you guys. Now I cannot put sound to this because we're not allowed to. So, but just so you guys can see what's going on here. So we'll do a bit of sign language. <laughs> Bang. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but it's just the way he did the bang. It was out of sync. Yeah. So he's gone over that curb, that left. Do you that, think he had too many curb. woodstocks? Yeah, maybe. And he has that car is basically junked from that. They weren't able to participate. Statutory
0: ride-off. Yep. <laughs> Can't and be Joe. Look, look,
2: look at Tim Edwards there. Look at that. Look at that face there. It's like, why didn't I bring the spare car? They actually asked him, why didn't you bring the spare car? And they thought, we didn't need it. Mm. So they have to bring the spare car out for the Sandown 500. That car is gonski's Sad. Anyway, and I was really disappointed with James Courtney. Again, same issue. Oh. I can't play this. But this is in-car footage. Now, you tell me. This is in-car footage. Now, I can't play the sound, unfortunately. But he keeps his foot on the gas. You watch this. You watch this. It's foot on the gas, 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 foot on the gas.
0: No, he did that on purpose. He it did that was. 100% on yeah, purpose. That's not yeah, the first time. And,
2: and he got penalised for it, and he turned around
1: and said, what has he done? Has, has he, he ever won, won anything?
0: He... Has
1: he won a race yet? Not yet. And he got disqualified from the top 10 shootout for jumping the curb. Yeah. I mean, that was
2: terrible driving from
1: JC. I expect better from him. Nah. I not, expect not better. Ni- you know what? Not anymore. <laughs> did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> Benefit, sorry, benefit of the doubt. He was... Could have been a contender one day, but no. Could have been a contender. (laughs) He's 2000... I mean,
2: he's the last DJR... Well, sorry, second... Sorry, Scott McLaughlin is now, but up until Scott McLaughlin's championship last year, he was the last DJR championship winner in 2010 in a 888 Falcon. Get your head around that. True. 888 built DJR Falcon. Anyway... (laughs) Um, moving on, the Saturday race. Jamie Winkup, Craig Lowndes, had a, they combined to lead and win that race over Shane Van Gisbergen and Garth Tanda and the 97 Commodore. And Scotty McLaughlin came in third. But the real drama was to unfold on Sunday. Now, I don't know if you caught the news, what happened, I'm not sure. But here's a statement from Gary Rogers. Uh, um, Richie Stanaway did not turn up to a driver briefing. Now we can... I'm I'm led to believe I can play sound here. I'm going to play it. It's public.
0: Regardless of shortcomings in our makeup, discipline and respect are vital parts of your well-being in life. In my opinion, that is. I do my best to blend in with
1: uh, all generations, and I think I don't do a bad job of that. Um, today, Richie failed to turn up at a signing session for the teams and the. Uh, At the team
0: merchandise area for all the fans both young and old who are waiting to see him for a professional That's just not good enough. We need to be accountable for our actions Let me assure you. It's been a tough decision, but the fact is Good manners and discipline never ever go out of fashion and let's hope and pray a lot can be learned from this. Thank you You should have a chat to Roland Dane
1: Wow, that was that was a look. For those listening at home, there was a look just given from Nick to Simon that's uh completely blank. Let's, yes. Uh, let's
2: I mean I don't I, I like Gary Rogers, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I I like Gary But let's let's be honest here. Last year the start of this year, sorry, he Garth Tander went on Christmas holidays with an understanding he was racing there in two thousand and nineteen. And Peter Adderton comes along from Boost and says, uh uh-uh, uh Garf's out, Richie's in. Yeah. And over the Christmas break, in between Christmas and New Year, he gets a text message saying you've got to come in, and he gets gaffed down and gets sacked. Now, there was no written contract?
0: No. So, so there's a saying in motor racing, and, and it is, he who pays, saves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Fair enough. But... Has that
2: panned out for him? I would argue that. Would Garf Tander go... Would Garf Tander miss a driver's signing? No
0: way. No. No, no. no. Thank you. No. no. Whether you like him or hate him, <laughs> the guy is a, a cool dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, th- he loves that sort of thing.
2: No. And, I, anyway, that's all I'll say about that.
0: Would Caruso? And Caruso <laughs> would, too. Yeah. They would, too. I don't know, mate. He might be busy doing his hair, <laughs> <or> <laughs> polishing his shoes. <laughs> all I know is How that- does he get his race suits so tight? Actually, Tander's the same. They must get them tailored. They take a little bit off there, just yeah, a touch there. Custom In a leg. suits, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're probably ten grand race it's He's Italian, Michael Cruz, so so
0: yeah. it goes about It goes. His hair is always perfect. he yeah, takes man. off the helmet, and it looks like he's just walked <laughs> out of the hairdresser's. Unbelievable. <laughs> anyway,
2: that was the that was the lead up to the Sunday race. So no doubt, that's when the drama really. The Sunday race did really had had <coughs> a lot of drama. The real drama was to. Was to unfold. I haven't put the video of um, Scott's crash, unless you guys wanted to see it. I don't know. I can't
0: put sound I'm to it. I've seen it. It's I like don't yeah. want to watch it. It's not I was a, devastated when I found out.
2: Not a, not a pleasant crash at all. And he actually was admitted to hospital
0: yeah. checkups. And that was the
2: Bathurst winner, eh? was. And that car i have confirmed today is no longer. That's sad. That car won't come back. So I wasn't able to make it back for the race and will not be coming back at all. Team confirmed today. Good news is Scotty's is fine. He was okay uh, after a check in hospital. Now this is a story that's come out in the aftermath, and it hasn't been confirmed that the shock absorber found in a balcony. If you watch the video, you see a shock absorber go flying into the atmosphere and broke a table and smashed a tile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is yet to be uh, officially confirmed. But what, what happens there? I mean, who's who's liable in that situation?
0: probably supercars mm, yeah like, no, like one a tile link. one tile on a table i'm pretty sure supercars can afford it i <laughs> uh-huh. uh, just in but, but, you, you know injured in, considering the stuff that i've seen over the last 30 years in motor racing supercars probably won't fix it
1: yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> having a
0: hotel's fault for being there <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're going to put tethers on the coilovers now
2: I don't know, yeah. but it's... Did you see it go flying?
0: Hey?
1: Liberty straps on the coilovers. On the coilover. Well, yeah. they, they, they have
0: bits like that on the Formula One cars, though. Yeah, yeah. The hubs are like Kevlar tethered or something. Yeah.
1: Well, that was after an accident years ago with... What's his name getting smacked in the head, remember? Uh you're talking about... That's fruit, why they got fongs on the cars now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, white too. <laughs> Some people won't get that joke. <laughs>
2: What's that? The thongs. The flip-flops. <laughs> the double pluggles. If
0: you haven't noticed, all the Formula One cars have flip-flops on them. now. Yeah. Basically,
2: everything's got a flip-flop on it now, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. If it's an open-wheeler, yeah. they're all running a flip-flop.
0: <laughs> it's like a a five-point roll cage. Yeah. Why can't we have a five-point roll cage instead of a six-point? This <laughs> <laughs> is <just> one bar <laughs> through the middle <laughs> of the windscreen. It
1: is, it is a bit an illogical idea, eh? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: Anyway,
2: that's <laughs> all right. Look, Shane Van Gisbergen, one of the first cars to pull up and help um, Scotty out of yeah. the car. I don't think he... He did, He certainly pulled up. There's a number of cars that just drove on by, but I know uh, SVG certainly pulled up and um, a- a- attempted to try and help him, but I think yeah. there were officials there in in due course that were able to do that well, job as well. they're good mates.
1: No, I don't think they are. No, not well, not. I was saying on the news they were good mates. <laughs> I, I, I
2: seem what, to Channel 7 yeah, I seem to recall A certain, certain event last year When one SVG May have parked right up Against Scotty's car And was he, was he wasn't he able or to get it Jamie? No it was, was SVG no, I don't think they're good mates yeah, well, I think they have a I, You know what Todd You're probably right I think they have a
0: mutual respect A racing respect Yeah
1: They're both Kiwis They're both Kiwis, so they're they're both Kiwis. A, yeah.
2: Well the whole sport's dominated by Kiwis the Kiwi respect Yeah Yeah bro <laughs> he
1: because
2: <grew. laughs> he wrote. <grew. laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, you look at that. So anyway, on the Sunday we had Shane van Gisbergen and Garth Tander take to take the win against a uh, swapped positions. Jamie Wincup and Craig Lowndes. and David Reynolds. I don't know. Did you hear him talk or try, attempt to talk? Or David Reynolds? He <laughs> lost his voice. He had no voice. No,
1: he was suffering
2: from the flu. So he. Oh was, really? A, and he and he came in third. Third. Wow. Yeah, great drive. Yeah, from I him.
1: think I messaged Nick as, as I sort of watched part of the race to miss the end, and then I'm pretty much watching the podium, mm. and messaged Nick and went, uh, what happened? Like, I've seen bits of this race, why is like Garth Tander sitting there in on the one of the prime seats? But anyway, good on him. Your, your favourite driver <laughs> came <laughs> fourth. Who's my favourite? Luffy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Luffy's alright, I
0: like Luffy. Skip. No, you <laughs> like Luffy.
1: No, Luffy's great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you're not convincing me. You're not selling that yes, one. It's
1: a conversation for all <laughs>
0: What, have you been for a driver Course no, um, with him or something.
1: It's a conversation for off air. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I thought he was the right guy But
2: <laughs> anyway, and the two Tickford cars come in fifth and sixth. It was great to see them up there as well. Uh, Lee Holdsworth in um sorry, six. And then the the brothers, actually three Tickford cars really, you'd argue that's a Tickford car too. Uh, Will Davison and Alex Davison in seventh Anton Di Pasquale, one of my favourite drivers because of his surname. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> Will Brown of TCR fame. Todd sharing that drive with him didn't put a foot wrong. Will Brown. Good And work. he drives an i thirty too. And yes, ninth, he does. <laughs> in the ninth spot, James Courtney, Jack Perkins. Good effort from Jack Perkins over the last yeah. couple of weeks. He's done really well. He
0: has. Yeah, he has.
2: Nick Percat, Tim Blanchard, in the tenth spot.
0: So, in the Saturday race, mm. do, you, do you think that um, uh, Shell V-Power Racing made the wrong call sending the uh, number two driver out for the first thing? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because he kind of got hammered. He did. Yeah, Alex got... Alex cop I mean, it. he did a pretty good job, but um, he yeah. did get... He lost a couple of track positions. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, talking to you about... Right something. Okay, where does this leave the points for the championship? So, yeah, they've
2: closed it right up now. It's 463 or 468 points. Yeah. Scott only got a lead of 400. So he could... You know, in theory, he could have sealed the championship at yep, this race. Yeah, he needed to win and... Um, he to a of DNF. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't happen, so it's the other way around. All right, on that note, we'll take a short break here, which I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back right after this. All right, episode 72 of the Talking Power podcast. I am Nick DeCambra here with co-host Simon Travellini and Todd Brinkworth on 88.5 FM and podcasting
0: through the World Wide Web. Now, Nick, you you, uh, you feel kind of bad. I do. Why is that?
2: No, I felt <laughs> at our last podcast, I can't, we kind of sort of suggested that that four hundred Thunder might not be able to you know, Paul Mahoye and, and Sam Phoenix departure from the from the sport in the short term might be uh, uh, its downfall but I really take that back actually I don't I mean, if it's gonna
0: I... be its downfall but I mean you got look you've got Steve Hamm mm-hmm. you've got Kelvin Lyle yeah right now uh, Steve Hamm's got a proven package mm-hmm. Kelvin Lyle uh, has got a brand spanking new car air freighted in from the us i didn't know that they tested they tested here um at uh i think i'm not sure if it was a private test day or what or it was a test in June or something that they did some uh, launches and half tracks they're over there they're going to be testing i believe wednesday and thursday Mm -hmm. um, ready to race this weekend Uh, i'm pretty confident in saying that salemi um from uh Resolution Racing, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. Uh John Salemi mm-hmm. will be here as his crew chief. Yep. So I think that those guys are definitely going to be a team to watch. They I mean Salemi turned their last car around, mm. um, got him you know in a very competitive spot very quickly. Um and Zap's been working on some new stuff. Ooh. So he, he's gonna be another one to watch. Obviously, Steve Ham, he already had a competitive package um the uh the, uh, the Saratega, i've forgotten his name now gradden oh yeah, yeah yeah that's uh jeff he he was in the 70s mm-hmm. so uh but you know the um obviously the uh the or Moitz team um they brought a big checkbook to racing mm. and and uh you know they made a very big dent over two seasons Uh, the departure is is obviously going to have some sort of an effect. Mm. Uh, Much loved in New South Wales as well, being the local team. And similarly, the um, uh, Fennec or or Sarkis Mm. team is another one much loved in New South Wales. Um, And, you know, once again, that that was a pro outfit uh, with, uh, you know, a gun, one of Stevie Fast's crew guys Mm. tuning so uh, we'll just have to wait and see i mean whether the package is going to be good i i, don't, I can't tell you uh, as far as the other classes go i i've got to disagree with you all right and i know you're probably not going to want to you know talk it through as i'm about to uh, top fuel i agree top fuel's got a great package at the moment mm. uh, pro alcohol i don't think does mm. i yeah, think okay. pro alcohol um, really hasn't got anything to offer the fans. Uh, neither is Pro Stock, in my opinion. I think Pro Stock is—they um, might as well call it the, the Tremaniac Show. But look at the
2: entries in Pro Stock, but there's, the, there's a number that, I couldn't believe it—13 entries in Pro Stock for this event. So that's—they're going, they're doing all right. Well,
0: you know, I was talking to one of Zap's crew today, mm. and uh, he said to me that they had uh, a good showing for Pro Slammer, 10 entries. Mm. Okay, and I reminded him that when I was racing, there was 22. Yeah. 22 at every track i raced at there was 22 to 23 entries that's less than half mm. right now we were trying to qualify for an eight car field yeah okay these guys are, are still trying to qualify for an eight car field there's going to be two bumped out so mm. you know it's obvious that the war uh, that was created a few years ago that that brought about the existence of the ihra and thunder 400 has been detrimental to the sport. Um, They're basically running their whole championship off of two tracks, which is ridiculous. There is more door slammers in Western Australia. These are ready-to-run cars mm. than what compete in the, um, in the, in the Thunder 400 championship. Yeah. That's a joke, you know. Now, the reality is this. Um, they don't have a, a TV deal to brag about, let's face it. Right. They don't no. have anything any better than what Andrew did, right? So, really, all they've done is make it harder for their own members, for their own competitors, for the people that are backing them to get sponsors. Because if you're only at two tracks and you've got, what, four or five, whatever... Pro Slam is five. Five five championship rounds yeah five. Uh, so five times that you're going to be on tv on a, on a well-produced don't get me wrong I, I think that it's well-produced but the reality is it's not a prime time show it's not something that you can compete without rpm or, or the supercar mm. coverage well that's only going to hurt the races. Uh, but if you're a, a, a racer that aspires to be a professional and needs to get the sponsorship dollars, you're not going to get the exposure. And the thing is, if you've got a national product, let's say you're Hungry Jacks or McDonald's, why would you get involved in a sport that only races at two tracks? Mm. If you're racing nationally, say for example, if you got super cheap uh, sponsorship, well, you could go to the super cheap store here, there, wherever, set up your car, have it on display, sign autographs, have some freebies, give away some t-shirts and that's going to attract people to store and that's going to see the turnover increase in the store. But at two tracks, what are you going to do? I mean, people in Western Australia are getting starved for the national series, so they've created their own series. You know, the, the motorplex run their um, Summer Slammer. Summer Slam,
2: yeah. Agreed with you. Agreed with you. I just don't like to write off the, the series. I thought I thought I was a little bit harsh last podcast, but I think, you
0: know. Well, well, well you look, said, here's the reality, Right. There's four entered for pro-stock bike, mm. right? And we've got a major rule change now, mm. okay? That class should be full. There yeah. should be like 20 bikes there, you know what I mean? Because you can effectively buy something straight out of the US, mm. come down here and kick everyone's butt, Yeah, you know? There's four entries. Mm. Top fuel bike, which we know we've got plenty of those bikes across Australia between the Nitro Harleys and, and the, uh, the four bangers. There's three entered, mm. you know? Yep. I'm sorry, but um, top fuel, seven, that's fantastic. Pro alcohol, I mean, we're just going to have to watch and see what the results are yeah. like. I mean, do, do you think you're going to see a field of 530 and 540 runs? Probably not. No. So, yeah. you know, it's look, 10 is good. Uh, pro stock is a big surprise. Um, but you're starting to see a lot of the uh, the guys that have been parked up for a few years probably got a bit of money together mm. and, and put their, their cars, you know, together. The, the rules in pro stock, I mean, can you imagine trying to run the way the Yanks do at that pointy end? And it'll be interesting to see what the bump is in pro stock. Yeah. You know, we're going to see 680 runs here. Or are we going to see, you know, six ninety run and a heap of seven ones and 7.2s? So, yeah, you can have the numbers, but you need to have the quality there as well. And that was the thing. When I was running Door Slammer, there was a, a big push. And, and I'll admit I was one of the people that was involved in that push to try and get it to a 16-car field. And it was Murray O'Connor that brought it to my attention. He said to me, you're better off having eight quality cars racing against each other where the racing is tight than 16 where the first round is just a joke, really and, and I, you know I can understand that because mm. I mean there was a few times where the qualifying was as tight as the US pro stock qualifying yeah. you know yeah. which there's less than a tenth that decides those fields mm. more often than not yeah yeah anyway that's just my two cents worth no
2: no thanks for that we appreciate that and other news drag racing news it is um, we have junior dragster racing back in Western Australia. The minimum age has been lifted to 10 years of age by the state government and there's also been some other changes made from the coroner's report. I won't go into those changes but uh, needless to say junior drag junior drag racing is back in western Australia you've missed a bit. Have I? What yeah. I said on this. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I yeah. was looking forward I'm gonna, to this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bang <laughs> this in your face. That sounded shocking, didn't it? <clears throat> Sorry. I'm gonna... Anyway, let's... I'm going to... Right. so I hope you guys haven't Googled this. No, I let's haven't. just... No, not, not yet. I haven't Googled it. it is right there. Check that out. Check that out, eh? You're right. Right eh? now, we have the... It is the alleged... I will add it is the alleged facelift for the Commodore. Well, so... They... <laughs> Are they even making them?
1: What the? I, I don't get it. So that car. I thought they stopped they, making
2: them. That car is a Buick Regal. So that is the unveil of the Buick Regal, but and that, it is earmarked that'll be the facelift of the new Commodore as the, well. The, the ZB's gone, isn't it? No, no. They're still they're still producing them. We're just not taking any at the moment because the stock of 100 million that we have in Australia haven't sold through yet. Hundred. Oh, I, <laughs> I was over embellishing, <laughs> but once they do sell three, that will be the new Commodore, that one there, yeah.
1: bang. No, they're, seriously, they're going to have another crack at it. Look at that. Yeah, that's, that's. You'd have to sneak up on it, wouldn't you? Like <laughs> With the paint. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, and the, the high-gloss baby-proof brown is brilliant, you know. I, I I honestly thought that they'd stop making them. No, It no, no, was the end still, of the
0: Commodore. No, no, they're still they're still producing. Really? Them. But they're just not bringing them into Australia. Is we, this? We've
2: got to sell through the stock we have at the moment. Is
0: this what the expression "flogging a dead horse" means? It will be flogging a dead lion. How does that work? That's line. brilliant. It's flogging like a dead <laughs> lion. <Yeah>. Todd. That
1: <laughs> mate, that's made this whole year's worth of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Who we are back boys? Huh? actually yeah, okay from the behind it's not bad but uh
0: so never gonna see it from behind really are you yeah. <laughs> if you're in a falcon <laughs>
1: so you had to drop into the thing wouldn't you
0: the only way you're gonna <laughs> see the back of that if you're in a Ford is if you're going the other way
1: uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i
0: thought that was uh just put that so out what, there what
2: market are they targeting in Australia, mm. oh, it's still that family car market. Still front wheel down. drive. Yeah, still front wheel drive, Nothing's Still no me. V8. No. no, no. No, no V8. Is,
1: is there an electric version available? It, I don't believe so, does it no. Get a, a no. Turbo 4 or Turbo 6 like some other ones do? Or is it just a. No, no, the no, same as
2: Turbo 4 okay. and the all wheel drive 6. Uh, Speaking of getting a V8, I have some great news for you guys. Have you read the notes? Guess who's getting a V8? Who? Guess which category? Jeez, you really are shocking with the notes tonight, Todd. Yeah, I know. Super Utes. I, I have... Oh. Super
0: Utes are getting V8s, boys. They have conceded. What do you mean they're getting V8s? Well, yeah. you can buy an Amarok with a no, V8. No, you
2: can't get it. It's <laughs> not like that.
0: It's a issue with a V8. V8
2: supercars or supercars have relinquished control of the Super Ute category to a group of owners. And oh, in oh. 2020... <laughs> this never ends well. We are getting... The oh. turbo diesels will be flicked yep. for a controlled V8. Oh, my God.
0: But, uh, it just gets dumber. <laughs> it just gets dumber. I was waiting for that. I That's was like, waiting for that. Uh, this is no joke, by the way. This is you, no know, no joke. you know you what? On, I'm glad. You know why I'm glad? Because the reality is that I can see in the not-too-distant future the supercars will be gone and the TCR guys, that, that whole... Group with the um,
1: Golf and Audi A-R-G, <laughs> ARG
0: Australian S five thousand or whatever the yeah.
1: Well, they've they've got other classes yeah. that are
0: incredibly good. The um, touring car masters, mm, yep. TCM, uh, yeah, TCM. The the uh, what's the other one? Uh,
2: uh, they've also got yeah S five thousand TCR uh, TCM.
0: I can see those guys, particularly considering one of their owners.
2: Is James Warburton
0: is the uh, the CEO mm-hmm. of uh, Seven West Media, okay. and I, and I'll tell you what, as much as the West Australian is is you know basically, um, uh, I've forgotten his name Kerry down. Stokes. Kerry Stokes yeah. <laughs> <Kerry Stokes's> notes. <laughs> um, I've noticed there's been a big change um, in in the paper, which. I, I would say he's being guided by him.
2: There's a f- number of shows rolling out from seven. I don't know if you've seen Pooch Perfect. Oh, God. No? For those that love their dogs.
0: Yeah. At least I, I don't mind uh, Rebel. Yeah, I like she's Rebel. Funny. She's, yeah, she's She's a good funny. chick. Yeah, she's cool.
2: Hey, we need to take a short step away here and we'll be back shortly right after this. Okay, episode seventy two of the Talk and Power Podcast. I'm Nick DeCembri. I'm here with co host Simon Travellini and Todd Brinkworth. Transmitting on eighty eight point five FM and podcasting. Now Todd, tell us a friend of ours, a mutual friend of the podcast, J Mac, got yep. the gig to commentate at the World Time Attack where he saw all about it. Shout out to J Mac. Which Jared. is
0: kinda it's kinda like drag racing but with corners mm,
2: yeah <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of interesting now the guy that actually won
0: except it's a rolling start yeah it is <laughs> that's true
2: now the guy that actually won uh, let's just have a listen here and go on his uh record-breaking lap let's have a list you can talk us through this todd if you like what sort of car we're
1: looking at here it's a, a porsche well what's left of a porsche um the RP968. He's um, using okay. all of the track, isn't he?
0: <laughs> this they, is, this um, is radical.
1: Look, they won the Apex there. They won this last year as well. This car is... Can this guy actually drive? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Ooh. For a, for a car
0: that's got unlimited modifications, it doesn't handle very well. <laughs> it,
1: <laughs> yeah. I've got I I that last year as well. That It's sort of... It's rough. Like it, you have to point it. Oh, wow, geez, that, it was was thick. that was close. That closing speed was oh, incredible. I thought they'd go out one at a time. I think those guys are on their slowdown lap. Yeah, well, I cool. hope they are. They, yeah. They one at a time, but they are on a slowdown lap. And Looks like a bit of a handful. Jeez, he used <laughs> that yeah. whole of the track there. he had both wheels on he, the other side. He's the used curve. the whole of the track on every corner. <laughs> Last year it actually rained, and this thing in the wet, this lap where... Yeah, you can actually see the arrow working on the
0: so, car So, so how? So that's the the uh, one minute nineteen point two two seven seconds. Yeah. Right. How's that compare with a um, a touring car?
1: I didn't get time to look that up. Tell you the truth. Okay. <laughs>
0: that, that's quite. Oh, did they race there? Is Sydney Motorsport Park Grand Prix yeah. Circuit. Yeah. Is that, well, that circuit a, a that they crash. use. Yeah. 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 It's the old Yeah, but crash. but is it because there's a short track and a long track and.
2: No, they use that, that, I don't know whether that was a long or short, but it's, it's certainly that track.
0: So I wonder what the lap record is there.
2: We can have a look at that. comes as no surprise that the lap record is held by an A1 GP car, driven by Nico Hulkenberg. There you go. That's no, a 119.1. So what did this guy run? 119.2.
0: Not, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad, but, but unlimited rules. Mm. Or no rules, I should say. Yeah,
1: pretty much.
0: And an a1 gp car is pretty yeah sort of boring <laughs> boring car really it's it's like an s5000 but it handles and it has half the power oh, here we go we couldn't help
2: ourselves could we
0: what's this Now i'm going
2: to the actual the uh records of sydney motorsport park all right, right. nico helkenberg yep yeah a1. it was an a1 it was a lola lola, lola. wow
0: with a. Zi- a Zytec motor. There you go. <laughs> that was all the way back in two thousand and seven. There you go. Wow. There you go. They're all oh open God. wheelers. Reynard ninety two D, Miguel Mercedes, Cheetah, Chevron, Lola T thirty three.
1: But to answer, anyway, it, did you find out what it's powered by? Yeah, um it's got the nine six eight motor in it, but it's been bought out to three litres and they can adjust boost pressure from anywhere between six hundred to nine hundred horsepower. I oh, yeah, so yeah, Damn. yeah, and now you are the supercar time of a 129.
0: 129, Jamie Wincup in yeah, a ZB lane. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so they're 10 seconds quicker. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, Todd, talk, talk us through the event if you
2: if you got some. One's, there. one's a family yeah.
0: car. <laughs> <and> <laughs> powered by naturally aspirated you know buy tractor a engine. A race on the Sunday <laughs> by a
1: Monday or whatever it is you know sure I've used that gag before um, yeah look World Time Attack I mean the history of it is it's um well it's huge in Japan essentially and it's actually pretty good we get an event of this calibre over in Australia mm-hmm. it's been going strength to strength um, year to year um, sort of you do notice the same old sort of competitors popping up every year so this year for instance was the Pro Class I said the Porsche came in first second was the um, MCA S13 Sylvia, called the Hammerhead, which, yeah, is a pretty awesome-looking machine, if you ask me. Um, is M- this?
0: This one here? Yeah.
1: So, Andre Hardengard was pretty busy.
2: So, one week he was at Sydney Motorsport Park, and then the following week he was getting smashed into the wall by James
0: <laughs>
1: Courtney. <at some>, LAUGHTER <laughs> so and uh...
0: <laughs> Hang on a second. So, let's just go back to our notes here. So, I, I've got an answer here now for all <laughs> for, <laughs> for mate there. What has he done? Well, he came... <laughs> he <laughs> came <laughs> yeah came second, second. <laughs> in the time attack in driving the, the MCA suspension Nissan S13 Sylvia, mate. There you go, James. Take yeah. that. That's what he's done, James. Yeah. So there
2: you go. You know, we had some pretty negative feedback on Facebook. Not on Facebook, on YouTube the other day saying that, um, did you guys even watch the race? Was, was a comment from someone? And I said, we viewed it from the Waldorf and Stadler seats. <laughs>
0: Those two are my favourites. <laughs> and I think
2: we might be getting some more of that commentary. Yeah. Oh, that camera's just shut out. Okay, it doesn't matter.
0: Well, look, I can, you know, let the listeners out there know that
1: I didn't watch any of it. I <laughs> watched a bit of it. streaming um, and some other bits, so, uh, yeah. Is anyone called under the bus? <laughs> I mean, I Here's think. an idea.
0: <laughs> have we got some more segments that we need to... Yeah, I know. We need to We need to keep <laughs>
1: moving. So yeah. you want to
2: quickly run over the results or you want to quickly...
1: Um, yeah, so look, that was the um, the Pro class was the Porsche. Uh, and there was three other classes. There's um, the Pro, which is what we were talking about. The Pro Am, which apparently is pretty open cars, but mm. no Pro drivers allowed.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the one that Chris did well yeah. in a while back
1: and then there's the open which is um so who
0: won the pro-am
1: the pro-am was another Tilton evo which driven by a different driver i'm actually thinking it's different cars so and an an audi r8 in the second you, well. you can enter the same
0: car with two different drivers to run two different classes
1: well, there was a almost six-second difference in between the Pro and the Pro-Am, yeah. so maybe they added weight or took error no, off the car. No, driver.
0: Huh. Oh, well, there you go. It's all in the driver. I told you, these cars, that's the, the thing about the time attack racing. Many of these cars are limited by the drivers. Not that the drivers are, um, you know, bad drivers. It's yeah. just that you need to be confident that you're going to go around that corner these things have got wings that are bigger than the cars on them. So the theory is that the aerodynamics of them is what keeps them stuck to the track. But yeah. whether you've actually, I don't know the word, you've got the intestinal fortitude. Someone that what I would be. be it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to hold your foot flat, yeah. um, you know, is something entirely different. Mm. I mean, it, you know, for anyone that's never checked out time attack, just, just jump on, uh, Google and, 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 uh, You know type in time attack cars the arrows on on these cars the arrow is
1: ridiculous look at that yeah and if you want to see the history i won't cover the rest of the results there is toilet classes that's in another suburb (laughs) the wing (laughs) (laughs)
0: um chris's gdr the the splitter and the undertray um hung out the back of the car nearly a meter (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy. But whenever they pushed the car out, they had to put all these things around the outside because you'd trip over it. The front <laughs> wing was like the width of the track. But see, I don't, I don't think, like I said, from what I can understand, and I haven't had a lot to do with it, I, like I said uh, uh, during the break, Chris is really the only guy that I've, I've had anything to do with, with. With these professional cars, obviously we've got our own Time Attack series here, but yeah. we haven't got anything like nah. that running... Over here, and, and can you imagine running that down the motorplex? It wouldn't fit on the track. Mm, yeah. no. <laughs> no. In the return road, you'd wipe it off. <laughs> on the return road, would be all over. Anyway, um, I, I seem to vaguely remember that uh, what rules there were basically said that you needed to retain uh, from the strut tower at the front to the strut tower at the back and from you know basically the bottom of the windscreen down of mm-hmm. the original car and then everything else can be replaced so his whole car was carbon fiber yeah. the roof skin the quarter panels the doors uh, the front rear and the aero was ridiculous um and you know as you've seen from those cars there it's uh it, it pretty much is
1: run where you're brung, and mm-hmm. hope you're yeah. brung enough uh, amazing class so I mean, there is that sector of other classes, the open class, which is a lot more restrictive. They're not allowed to run as freer arrow. They um makes sense. It's called yeah. the open class. Um, but <laughs> it's got Of course, there is, which is actually becoming a really popular favourite. It was the club sprint, well, the Helltech club sprint class. Yeah. Which is it has to be a registered car, and it pretty much has to retain it's new, factory yeah, aero. Yeah, yeah, Evo winner. Funnily enough, I think it did. Yeah. I was about to say, the, the results were like, something like Evo, 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 and the only other result was the Porsche. So. Yeah, I'm surprised the GDRs. Uh, there was, actually the GTR on the... R35? Um, The Extreme class. Um, open Extreme, they call it. No, sorry, they call it the Open, and it was the Extreme GTR. Won it at 128. Oh, there you go, R35 GDR. Yeah, that's in the pro. Anyway, before we get to more sidetracked, I was about to say, also, there is actually two, currently two time attack, of organisations in Western Australia. There is two class, two different entities that run at Wanneroo. I actually went to one a couple of weeks ago and, um, yeah, there were some interesting cars. I think a GTR wrapped it up for the night at 35, which yeah. is insane. <laughs> but um, lots of Volkswagens that I saw the other night at the, the, the Walt well, Raceway. Like Golfs. We were, yeah.
2: Speaking of time attack, we've got to take a break right here because we've run right over on that schedule. We've, we've had to jump over. Couple of topics, but we'll be back right after this. Episode seventy-two of the Talking Power Podcast. Welcome back. Hey, we got to wrap up uh, just quickly. Formula One was run and done over the weekend as well from Mexico. Um, Lewis Hamilton went on to win again. I don't know if you guys caught his winning uh podium presentation i loved it the mexicans really really did something quite unique so they had third and uh, so they had uh, bottas who came third vettel came second they were already on the podium but lewis hamilton was nowhere to be seen then elevated from below he came up standing on his car so
1: it was <laughs> <laughs> It
2: was quite, quite good. I liked it actually. So uh, congratulations to Lewis Hamilton. Championship is still not decided yet. Uh, wow. Bottas' third spot has seen him still in it with a chance. Technically speaking, strictly speaking, so Daniel Ricardo tried to pull off the move of the day, and if he'd done it, uh, he wouldn't have been—he would have been the most unpopular person in Mexico because <laughs> it was on Sergio Perez. But he locked up the inside wheel and went straight on, and Sergio Perez continued on, much to the approval of the crowd, the Mexican crowd. So we—we we heard any more about the controversy about the? Uh- yeah. So they've been—they've been. They've been um, disqualified
0: from yeah. japan
2: their results have busted been, they, got, they got busted so um interestingly so, enough so
0: do you know now if they've got assisted steering and braking <laughs> oh well they do have <laughs> they assisted do braking have a- <laughs> you know that now
2: so it was some in- onboard footage that led to racing point to find this i told you didn't i say that that's how they got the dirty dozen
0: yeah yeah looking
2: (laughs) at the taco instead of where the other driver was so yeah on board camera caught gave it all away so anyway
0: they've been disqualified from their results they wouldn't (laughs) be going for the bias lever (laughs) (laughs) um so so insane that nick yes How do we feel about going back to uh, mechanical injection and H pattern shifters? Oh, I have no problem
2: with it at all. <laughs> no drama. I'll be watching some Can-Am racing because uh, you guys touted the Formula 5000 so much. <laughs> and it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I, look, I like Formula 5000, but I like Can-Am much better. Yeah, can- Can-Am is gold. Not nothing, <laughs> but you um, there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I agree I, wholeheartedly. Do you
0: think that they stopped Can-Am or, you know, that level of Can-Am racing because people died?
2: Yeah, I think so, and it was stopped way too soon as well. You think about the amount of people that were dying in Formula One at the same time. I don't think it was too too dissimilar, really, in that in that similar period of time. Um, I want a big shout out to Oscar Piastri, Formula Renault Europe Cup Championship win. He won on the weekend. He won it, out. he didn't actually win the race, he came fourth in Abu Dhabi, but that was enough to seal his championship. And hopefully, fingers crossed guys, he's a young Australian from Victoria, hopefully, hopefully we get to see him. He has been doing some testing in F3, and hopefully we can see him in F3 next year. Uh, a championship win in Formula Renault, EuroCup will probably enhance his chances of getting an f3 drive so watch this space for this young guy he can certainly drive so big shout out to him and congratulations um now friend of the podcast todd and ours simon from the pod filter he's off to simba
1: yeah, that's right.
2: So I thought, with that in mind, I'd just do a quick rundown on some of the new products that have been released at at SEMA. And one of the guys, one of the products that we, we showed before was was um this this got your interest, Simon. The Holly has announced its STS ball bearing turbocharger.
0: What does the STS stand for? I'm not sure. Don't know. The Holly Group's got some amazing companies. They got some um, what, Race pack.
2: Yeah. yeah no they certainly do they certainly do and there's a lot of lot
0: MSD of MSD.
2: there was another there's a few Holly products here actually there was see the other one that caught my attention was the G-Force Engineering um half shafts as well that was just up here oh, where's it gone? Just up there as well. I thought that was quite, quite exciting. Um, and also Roush Performance have released the supercharger kit for its 2018-19 Mustang and F-150 pickups. That was down here too. thought that was kind of cool. Oh that's a interesting looking blower. So all these products have been released at SEMA. Now, for those listeners that aren't versed with SEMA, um, it's basically a once-a-year show in Las Vegas. It's only open to industry, so not anyone off the street can go and go and visit. They you have to be involved in the industry or an after parts um, vendor, I guess, or a shop of some description, and you can go there and and view all the new products there's a lot of new cars being not new cars but a lot of um show cars being released at sema as well so we look forward to if you interested in sema go switch over and listen to their pod filter as well they'll be covering um some of the stuff that's happening over there sorry yeah the elder brock yes new long motor as well 416 cube ls long motor <laughs> to be like that this 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 segment hasn't worked Secret <laughs> hasn't worked in my favor, has it?
1: LTD.
0: I actually got excited by that. I <laughs> thought that's probably pretty cool for me. <laughs> One oh, of the OE no. reproduction mm. interior dome lamps for the 1976 to 1987 Buick Regal and
2: Ford LTD. <laughs> 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 All right, that, that segment didn't really pan out the way I thought it would, so let's just uh, forget about that. We'll move right on. Hey, new—we got a new website out there, so it's still the same old uh, address. Go to www.talkandpower.com.au. All of our podcasts are catalogued in a much, much better fashion now. You don't have to go yeah. scrolling down that screen. We break it down into segments of ten, and you can easily dial up our latest podcast. It'll be on the front page. There'll be news stories there.
0: 9th of November. Yes. Golden States. And around. It is an and yep. around at the Golden State Record sitting round.
2: Wanneroo 300 on the 16th of November. 16th. Is it the 17th as well or just the 16th? I think it's a two-day meet from memory. Allegedly two-day. Two I wouldn't
0: mind going to that.
1: The sports sedan's going to be out
0: there. Mm. We is actually, Riccadillo
1: coming back for that? So we actually missed something as well. There was a talk trophy that was run on yes. the weekend just gone. Let's mm-hmm. say so we will have a... Better review of the Talk Trophy, probably um, next podcast. What's the Talk Trophy? It's the, basically... Sounds the, like the Piston Cup. <laughs> <Yeah. cars>. <laughs> it's <laughs> the, street, the Street Cars and IPRA um, premier race for the whole season. Oh, okay. So yeah. that, that was actually a two-day meet as well. Um, IPRA and Car ran on the Saturday, and on the Sunday, Formula V and that ran. Um, I caught some of it. I like the streetcar racing. But um, again, we're actually going to get Denver back on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, I will... Cover some more of it off when I speak to Deborah and have him back on the show. So that would be cool. Yeah, but it was there, pretty much their last last run for the season, and also for Formula V, etc., etc. And I'll even endeavour to still get my friend Franz on to talk about the thirteen hundred category in the Formula V, so or twelve hundred, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, and also Italian Car
2: Day is on this weekend, so if you're listening to us on Saturday, the um, Shocker, aren't I? <laughs> if it's Saturday, the 2nd of November, the following tomorrow will be Italian car day, so make sure you head on over to that. And um, that will be at Gloucester Park, and also Aussie Park Show. Make sure you get on down there; we'll be there as well. And come and say hello to us at the Aussie Park Show. That's on the sixteenth of November as well. How come
0: yeah. I'm sharing a car with Todd? Because used and you to get
2: your own car. Used to <laughs> gang it up and say it was S five thousand was crap. So used to that's the whole idea. It yeah. Was that episode. It's war. We'll probably still so beat him. Used to yeah. be against me.
0: He's like our James May.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 that's it oh. it's true oh. <laughs> all right on that note hey look if you're
2: listening if you like listening to podcasts i have another podcast out there for you go to the sylvan australia podcast go to itunes or stitcher and uh, podbean go sylvan australia we talk all things agriculture so there's a little bit of a plug for the sylvan australia podcast um you can catch us every Saturday morning on 88.5 FM from 8.30 to 10, 10 a.m. on 88.5. And also make sure you head to our new website as well and... still a mouse. <laughs> I
0: have the mouse. I have the mouse.
1: <laughs> have the mouse. And as like I said, there'll be a lot more content coming up on the website and um, I'm going to still be a Nick Thunder. Yeah. Even watch out for me launching a website very shortly of some other stuff that I cover. And blogs and stuff like that. And, and,
0: and rest assured, you don't have to worry about me launching any
1: websites. <laughs> well, I haven't told you. I yet. have a life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've like got, got bad news for you, Simon. I'll be seeing a lot more of you. Oh, oh excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a life. <laughs> All right, on that note,
2: we'll take a short... Uh, I thought no, this,
0: you said you told our listeners that this is more organised now. Yeah,
2: no, go up. All the podcasts are up there. Anyway, we'll end this podcast. <laughs> we'll finish this discussion off air. Uh, thanks for coming in, guys, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Catch ya. See you on the street. See
0: you. and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM. The Valley Comes Alive. And podcasting across iTunes and TalkingPower.